0: Welcome back! I am thrilled beyond words to be spending this entire hour with commercials and news and stuff with uh, my old friend and one of the uh, one of the treasures of the Chicago artistic cultural scene, Barbara Games, who didn't have to come far because she runs the uh, Chicago Shakespeare Chicago Shakespeare Theater, which uh, camps out at Navy Pier. You just got off uh, rehearsal.
1: I just got left rehearsal for the the Comedy of Errors, and it was funny.
0: And you were aware, Barbara Gaines, that this is the last show you will direct. This this is like an exit interview for you. (laughs) Let's go back first, because we have a whole hour. Uh, The Red Lion Pub, the original and the new one, was one of my favorite places on the planet. In 1987... Listening to John Cordwell downstairs tell me about uh, (laughs) ghosts and time in the prison camp and blah, blah, blah. So we're doing something interesting uh, uh, on our our outdoor deck. Outdoor deck, so to speak. (laughs) That's where you had your first show.
1: That's right. Uh, John Cordwell, I, I pursued him relentlessly for over a week. I went every night and sat at the bar with him just begging him to give us the porch upstairs because it was a three level deck oh, yeah. right It was yeah. gorgeous it was they had beautiful. a tree in the middle of it and um, and he said, God, you're such a pest." <laughs> You're the biggest pest. You're the reincarnation of Attila the Hun. <laughs> You're like a terrier. He said, "You're like a terrier, nipping at my ankles."
0: <laughs> but he finally said, "You he beat relented. him down. You beat him down." Didn't
1: I did. You? I did beat him down. I mean, such a wonderful soul. No, so, no question. So he gave us th- that rooftop deck for two or three weeks, and um, you know we didn't charge anything but a donation, and that was where Bruce A. Young, a great actor uh, from Chicago originally. Um, came um, and said so the first words of henry v oh for a muse of fire that will ascend the brightest heaven of invention this and that's is what really full
0: circle now because mm-hmm. bruce is in yes. uh the comedy of errors which is the new show which opens march 9th and runs through april 16th uh how does he feel about it? If you talk to him, I, do you get? I'm not trying to beat this up, but there must be some kind of wistfulness, yes, yes, in you and he, perhaps.
1: Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm honored. <laughs> We've been friends, he and I, since 1986. So it's 37 years of friendship mm. that was created by him auditioning for Henry V on the roof, roof. And we have literally stayed in contact and I've watched his beautiful sons, Miles and Nathan, develop into just wonderful citizens of the world. They're gorgeous kids. And and I left just left Bruce at rehearsal and um we hug each other tightly every day. Yeah, I'll bet. because it is we realize that not everyone can that you know, I mean it's thirty seven years ago and so we're both, A, lucky we're still alive, yep. and, uh, and number two. Well, but also
0: doubly lucky that you are still working and creating. I think right. that's the marvelous thing.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And when you look at John Cordwell's old, I'm going to just call it his back porch of the Red Lion, to what exists at Navy Pier, it, it's like another planet.
1: planet. It is, and believe me, my imagination is not that good. Uh, I mean, I never would have imagined that we would go from the deck of the pub to this magnificent building on Navy Pier. There, there was, I couldn't have. But Bruce was with us, and and many actors in this show. Oh, by no, the way, exactly. Kevin Goodall, Robbie Lehman. I mean, there are so many actors, Bill Dick, that I've worked or Jones. I've worked together with them for years and i had the blessing the sacred moment for me to be with them all one more time and oh. it is really sensational and very funny i mean yeah
0: the, the tell me and the listeners many of whom may have been going to to uh, chicago shakespeare shows for the last 35 years what was the seed of that first show the
1: seed of henry Fifth. yeah Oh, well, that's... The seed of the company. Yeah, well, the seed of the company... Well, the truth of this is that, oh, so many years ago, I, um, I had three knee operations, a couple in my 20s and one in my 30s. And uh, I couldn't walk in my late thirties. I'm like, I actually couldn't walk after the third operation for eighteen months. And I was an actress, so there wasn't a lot of, you know, I could, I could have stolen yeah. Tiny Tim's role, but I hate to do that to a kid. So, um, so I, the only way I could make a living, the only thing I knew anything about besides golden retrievers was, um, uh, was Shakespeare, because I had a brilliant teacher, um, you know, at university, and. So I called 12 of my best friends, who are actors, who I'm acted with, and they all said, I, I said, I'm doing a class, Monday nights, the dark night for theaters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a class about Shakespeare, and maybe we'll start a Shakespeare theater. Mm. And nobody said no. And in, within two months, there were two classes, Monday and Tuesday night, with 24, 30 people. And it just, it was like an explosion of Shakespeare on this scene.
0: Where did you hold the class?
1: Um... The basement of the organic theater on Clark and right Clark here. and
0: Buckingham. Yeah, I think. That's yeah, Somewhere around there, yeah, Aldine. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it was in the basement, it was wonderful. It was magical because it was, you know, a theater rehearsal space already. And and in in all honesty, they we the first thing we did was at Second City, Joyce Sloan. She's the you know the manager of of Second of the the Great Joyce. I said, "Could I borrow the etc space for three weeks? I have no money." And she said, "Oh, of course." Yeah, sure. So she just made (laughs) everything easy. So I went, "Wow!" And so that's what happened. And we were people. I remember Richard Christensen came to opening night, there were two feet of snow that was dropping. And with his galoshes, right? Remember that word? Yes. He comes with them and he sits down and he sit, watches scenes and monologues mm. and he wrote the most beautiful review. And he was the one who gave me, who he was the one who said to me, because I took him out to lunch after the review was out and I said, I need to know what you really thought yeah. because I need help. I don't know what to do anymore. And he said, well, you, what have you learned, Barbara? He asked that question. What have you learned? And I, I couldn't think of anything i learned. It was still too fresh. I didn't have any distance. And you know what he said? Uh, this is what you've learned. You've learned that the next prediction you do of Shakespeare, you have to be the director. And I was just about to have some chocolate mousse. And suddenly I was completely nauseous by that suggestion because I had never thought of it. Truly,
0: Richard Christensen, for those of you who sadly may have forgotten, is a late theater critic for the Chicago Tribune, before that the Chicago Sun-Times, before that the Chicago Daily News, where he was first hired by my father. Talk about full circle and coming around, and uh, a a legendary supporter of local theater. Uh, Richard could write a bad review. He didn't write many, but he was usually just tried to empower everybody right. we have to take a break and i'm going to come we we'll come back and we're talking about the history of the chicago shakespeare theater and uh more to the point its current show which is the last one barbara will direct maybe i don't know what <laughs> you're gonna do. she may become she may become like the legendary jennifer bosno it's a dog trainer who knows life is filled with mysteries we'll be back Uh, We're talking about passion and people who have stumbled on or discovered their passion. One of them is Barbara Gaines, who is the artistic director for one more show of the Chicago Shakespeare Theater. That show is the Comedy of Errors, which opens, perhaps there are previews on it. I'm reading uh, this very well-written press release, uh, March 9th through April 16th, at uh, Navy Pier. It is one of the great theaters in this town and also one of the great Stories in this town about Barbara who couldn't walk and decided to gather some like minded actors, and that became this. Chicago was, and thanks in part to Richard Christianson, Chicago was. Would you? Was it starved for Shakespeare at that time? Well, That's in right. Mid eighties.
1: Yeah, no, um. I, that's right. The mid eighties. Very rarely, Goodman would do um, a show once every five or six years. I could be wrong about yeah. those, but but very few. And and I it was a passion of mine. And since I couldn't walk, I could teach though. I could I could limp my way, you know, as I did through teaching Monday and Tuesday nights. But the thing is, is that I remember what I said the first night. I said, this is going to be a class where I know you're going to teach me more than I'm going to teach you. And Mm. that's exactly what happened. Because Chicago actors are so imaginative. They're so brilliant that they did teach
0: me. And that's why the theater is. Well, they're also nurturing, too. I mean, one of the things that has ever characterized the theater scene in Chicago is the. You know, there have been some big egos in this town, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) in the theater world. But there is a a, a Joyce Sloan saying, sure, use my space.
1: And we asked Goodman. uh, I said, Rock, I think it was. I said, Uh, we need to borrow this. We need to borrow that. And everybody just said, fine, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was really created by the generosity of a lot of theaters in town.
0: Why was, and you and I, the, the... the far too few times we've talked on the radio I, I, Shakespeare I, I found something you once said about Shakespeare but people have the wrong I think and have ever had the wrong attitude about Shakespeare because they are generally forced to read yeah, also, Shakespeare yeah. and mm. here's what you said all <laughs> oh, my stories are so old this is from 1990 uh <laughs> You, you said you told me uh, Barbara Gaines, the company's founder, artistic <laughs> director, uh, began admitting I was up at the seeing at the Royal George, uh, a workshop you were running, right. uh, and you said reading Shakespeare puts me to sleep. He was <laughs> written to be performed. Here is one of the great quotes I've ever, ever. You may have said this before or since. He wrote. Flesh and blood. Do you think that's part of the reason that people will say to one another, "Oh, it's Shakespeare." You know, I don't like that because yeah. they they first encountered it when they had to play Romeo as a eighth right. grader or something. And
1: not, not every teacher had the education that I did in terms of the passion of it, yeah, and all of that. So I think that Shakespeare can comes along with, Ugh, you know, but that the, what we try and do at Navy Pier mm-hmm. is make it fun for everyone and totally accessible and and a joy to be there. I mean the students, well we used to have tens of thousands of students every year, but but you know, post COVID. Sure. But but the kids always were the best audiences because you couldn't pull anything off on them, you know, either they liked it or they didn't. And they <laughs> rarely didn't like it. They I think one of our the most sensational shows that we did with kids loving it you'll be shocked Charles and Cressida.
0: wow yeah i am shocked
1: yeah i mean they just they love the sex and violence
0: my mother said wow the other thing you said you were doing the uh shakespeare's greatest hits which was one of the i remember very of well. all time <laughs> i wrote this there's no denying that shakespeare repertory has crafted something amazing uh Shakespeare's Greatest Hit is not only the sort of experience that might stir young hearts into appreciating the magic of Shakespeare, it also holds the potential to give them a lifelong passion mm. for theater. I have to believe, uh, Barbara Gaines, that, that uh, there are a couple generations of people whose passion you have spurred and who have been coming to every show at the company,
1: I have been tapped on the shoulder by adults who said I was here during high school. Remember me? <laughs> and of course, th- that's the good news and the bad news. Yes,
0: I think it's the good news, though. I, it I, I is. don't see any downside to that at and, all. You no, know, I mean, here's
1: the thing. He wrote he he wrote from a passion and a heart. I mean, look. He wrote so many lines that are so touching, right? One of the happiest lines he wrote, and one of the lines that Hannah knows very well, my friend, um, who's sitting here, is that joy's soul lies in the doing. You doing your radio show, Mm -hmm. me doing my work at Shakespeare. That is one of the most blessed gifts you and I could have received in this lifetime,
0: I think. You, who have lived with shakespeare uh more closer than anybody i know are you still amazed at, by, it, it, this guy is, yeah. is like somebody who came from another planet to my mind i i am ever stunned and now even reading shakespeare i'm stunned
1: yeah you know i i love a lot of playwrights i have to say sure um, very few of them have written thirty seven plays. You know, just his his, his, his I mean stamina for yeah. <laughs> writing sure, is unbelievable. Sure. Um and I don't think I I I think that what he gives the world the here's the greatest thing about Shakespeare is that whatever lens you see through this world with, whatever race you are, or religion you are, or age you are there's something within that text that can pierce your heart and it will make you laugh. And that's fairly spectacular when you yeah. think about it, right? Yeah. It's like, I, of you know, course. when I see the student matinees, I just go, it, that's like the best gift I could receive, is watching those kids really engaging.
0: You have brought Shakespeare to the stage in various ways uh, this is not all elizabethan <laughs> no <laughs> stuff I, when you do that give me some examples uh, barbara Gaines of of something that you are terribly proud of conceptualizing
1: oh oh that's a good question well okay well i really like comedy of errors that we're in rehearsal good. for now and i'll tell you about that the reason it's so much fun is that i cut the comedy of errors for all the new people that are not crazy about shakespeare it's the comedy of errors is really short and there's a frame around it written by the ex-second city writer ron west right and so there's this frame that goes through it and ends the show and the, the story is it's 1940 we're in london we're in film studio and this bunch of actors want to cheer up the troops who are giving their lives mm. for, for, you know, during World War II. And they are trying to make a movie of comedy of errors. And, of course, everything happens. And it's lots of fun. And the, and the wit in Ron's, the laughs that Ron has written, I mean, it's, it's so contemporarily wonderful. And so I, I, really think I'm very proud of that because um, you have a great group of designers, actors, and and this wonderful writer Ron, who are really giving it life. And the comedy of errors is funny, and Ron West, Ron West's story around the comedy of errors is hilarious.
0: See, that's another thing about about Shakespeare: how it can be moved from time, throughout time and and massaged and not manipulated, but it's like a living piece of clay or something. You know what I mean? You I, I, can sculpt I, I, the show.
1: You're absolutely right. It is alive. That's the thing that's so amazing. Um, and when you watch kids doing it, it's alive. It's it's kind of magical, but I do believe that there are, you know, I mean, gosh. Um there's so many, that we're, we're very lucky to have some great playwrights in this world. He isn't the only one, I just want to say that. I love Shakespeare, but there's so many other great playwrights that we do and that, you know, all the theaters do and that the kids connect to. That's the key, I think, is connecting to different generations. So we're always trying to make a new generation of theater lovers.
0: Do you find that kids are harder to get to now or harder to get to in the, this electronic? age where, you know, I'm sure there are there are kids who come into that theater looking staring at their phones
1: yeah but yes that's exactly right so it's a challenge you sure know? It is. but it's also a fun challenge I'll because bet. how do we get the kids to take not take out their phones yes and sex and violence <laughs> that's
0: right that's the <laughs> there to, you <laughs> go it's the key to everything <laughs> sex and violence will win the youth of this world Well,
1: and that's shakespeare in many ways right
0: yeah right, right. no question in his time you have you what kind of research have you done in your life about shakespeare and his life and the man
1: well you know what the interesting thing is is that there's not much real information yeah, about the man sure. so we have the first folio um the first folio is a collection of almost all of his plays that Hemings and Condell, two of his actors, mm-hmm. leading actors I might say, um, they gathered after he died in sixteen sixteen or something. He um he, they gathered his plays and the Gutenberg was kind enough to invent the printing printing yes, press man, a little earlier. Good man, good man. And so they were they actually there's this giant book and they are they saved them all. And um and the greatest thing, quite frankly, is that, is that we can see in the, in the first folio um, forward, Hemings and Condell wrote a note to a great variety of readers. And mm. within that, they said, therefore, read him again and again. And if you do not like him, surely you are in some manifest danger. Wow.
0: Wow. Uh, we will continue on with uh, Barbara Gaines. We'll talk more about the uh, Comedy of Errors and her w- wistfulness, if that's the right word. I don't know. way it's like I don't know if this is thirty-seven years is a long time to stay in high school or college. So I don't think this is like a graduation. Uh, but we'll explore that and talk much more about the Comedy of Errors, uh, starring among others Bruce Young. We'll be back. There have been all manner of plays at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater. I I remember seeing, among many, uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Oh,
1: beautiful. Directed by Gary Griffin.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the great shows I have seen anywhere. Why, Barbara Gaines, would you bring in. You could do Shakespeare all the time, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, but you know what? He didn't write quite enough plays to do that. (laughs) And it's kind of like having chocolate mousse. At every meal, you know, it good. could be too much of a no, good no. thing. Good point. <laughs> and I love musicals, and I, you know, I, I just think that musicals. I think we should do more musicals along with Shakespeare. Quite frankly, I just think that they, that they're so good for the soul, and they're easy to watch, and in it, and they're so. They're just so heartwarming. Most of the musicals, you know, that we've done are just. When
0: did you make that? When did you move to the Pier? Let me go back a little here. We
1: moved to the Pier in nineteen ninety nine, and the Pier was still, you know, having a renaissance, so to speak. Yes. Thanks to Jim Riley and John Schmidt. Sure. They made they made the Pier a wonderful, wonderful place, and um, we'll always be grateful to them for the theater. Mm -hmm. Really. And Mayor Daly, quite frankly, yeah, the three of them really helped me, um, and um, and so I don't know. I you, don't I, I I don't know really. I give ask it in a different way, and I'll tell you in a different way. Ask it in a different <laughs>
0: way. Uh, when you got to the when did you decide then to uh, sp- spice. Your selection of Shakespeare well, plays, with and I, th- I think it was a brilliant idea. Well, I really I, do. I Not can't could tire of Shakespeare, but but
1: I could. But a, that Sunday in yeah, the park with lot. George was st- astonishing. The truth of that is that um, our executive director, who was executive director at the theater for over thirty years, Chris Henderson, yep, um, and and Rick Boynton, um, you know, it was certainly came from them. Directly. Mm -hmm. And I jumped on board because I thought it was a brilliant idea and celebrated it, and it was really turned. The theater—it was—it was one of the reasons we've been able to survive because of the diversity of programming. Yep. Yep. Well, you can't do all—you sh- can't do all of anything. You want people to be surprised by what you do. You want to make it fun. You also want lots of your family stuff because it's yeah. Navy Pier. Sure. So you want your kids to come or your grandchildren. So all of that went into this wonderful pot, and we mixed it up.
0: It's really brilliant. And There you have it. Yeah, it's really, really brilliant. Mm-hmm. What what show surprised you the most? And I know you're you're in, you're on an intimate level with the shows from the time someone says, "Hey, let's do so and so." But what really surprised you in those years, those twenty some years at the pier?
1: I I think what surprised me is the amount of success that was that came to us because I don't think any of us really really expected that
0: and was there a was there a sense of fear about even going to the pier because it, it it is not the wildly successful tourist attraction it has become this was in the sort of early stages of that it, it, it
1: certainly was and it was actually when when i was on the pier in 19 i don't remember it was golly it was when the Royal Navy came here for the hundred and fiftieth birthday of Chicago. I have no idea what year it was, but it was like maybe eighty-five or 80, eighty-six, somewhere around that. Eighty-seven. Okay, 87. Yeah. and um, they were here, and I, you know, everybody and his mother was invited onto sure. those two naval destroyers yeah. for gin and tonics. So I went, and I remember walking to the ship, and I had to be careful where I walked. In fact, they had to put a. Red carpet down because you could step in a hole oh, yeah. and fall into into the lake. Oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and I looked at it and I was with two of, of people that would become two of my first board members, and I said to them, "I think this is where me, the Chicago Shakespeare Theater is going to be. That's where we're going to be." And, and they they, said, did, they said, did a spit take. Yeah, right. What are you nuts? They were. They really did think I was insane, but it just hit me and. I didn't realize that Jim Riley and John Schmidt, were <laughs> Mayor Daly wanted us there at that time. It was really a yeah, surprise. Mean, that's
0: another thing. You, 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 know, you talk a, about, oh, the outdoor deck at the Red Lion to this. You yeah. think of this. Navy Pier to this. Right.
1: Look, we had, we you know, I mean, we had no money when we got here. I mean, it was yeah, I, know. I mean, we you know, we we struggled. We just had a gorgeous building that was the blessing of the city and the state and um and I think that we what the most important thing to me right now is that we leave it in great shape for the next team. Yeah. And that next team is I hope to you know, to make very happy with this you know the gift of this theater.
0: Do they approve? Will they, they? How could they not appreciate it?
1: Oh, I think they'd be so happy. I, I anyone, you know, I mean, look, it's theater is such a tough industry. It's so. It's just um, you, those of us. There are so many people who dreamt of being in theater, yeah. and they weren't able to do it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and to be given the opportunity. To be in theater for your whole life is—it's um, probably one of the greatest gifts, and I've had many that have, that I've ever been given. And now, now what I want to do is support so many of the the you know the younger theaters and and the younger talent to make sure that they have a, a leg up on their careers.
0: You have been a a, a principal. Mover and shaker in a fascinating time for Chicago theater, and you're talking about Richard Christensen schlepping out in a blizzard to see your show. A little past the famous storefront revolution that took place here. How has COVID this the last three years, let's say, uh, changed the landscape? So there are some theaters that have closed. There are others that have opened.
1: That's right. I mean, I think there's been, you know, what is it? Life is a mingled yarn, the good and bad together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I think it's been, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, I think in some ways it's been a disaster for all of the performing arts. No question. Because it just pushed it, it pushed all of us to our knees. And the, the the humbleness we feel right now, and and actually the challenge of bringing it back is thrilling.
0: Absolutely, that's what I I, I hear that from cabaret performers. Right. I hear that from people in the arts all over yeah. the place, and I think that's uh, a wonderful thing. Let me ask you: when when things opened up a bit and people started coming back yeah. to the theater. You must have sensed from them an almost palpable joy—not just in, in in not being cooped up anymore, <laughs> but in that shared experience that exists in a theater.
1: That's right. I mean, I honestly, I can't tell you the first time we—I think we it was September of last year—we were doing As You Like It, and remember this? And all I can say is, I was—the hugs I received in the lobby mm. were so profound and so nurturing and especially because it was such a difficult time for performing arts there was nothing but euphoria and there still is everyone i think i think most of us are just so grateful to be gathering again i agree and you know there was no surge in covid this this winter and so that's a very psychologically that's going to fill the theaters up more than anything and the joy of literally being together audience and actor um it there's nothing like it
0: because also there's always been whether it's a cabaret or a theater there's always been a dialogue that goes on between audience and actors
1: you're so right the reason it is the audience's electricity it's the mm-hmm. it's the love of for being in theater connects to the actors on stage yeah. and and you have this synergy of love and dynamic a dynamic quality and everyone leaves the theater feeling oh my god i'm so glad i'm alive and that gratitude is it just is you kind of leave like you've had a helium in your soul yeah
0: yeah, I'm so glad to hear that. So glad to hear that. We'll take one final break, and then I will uh, ask uh, Barbara Gaines what she's going to do now. <laughs> Personal things, Barbara Gaines and I, about the many interesting people we've known in our lengthy lives <laughs> in Chicago. Barbara is her last directorial uh Energies are devoted to directing the comedy of errors, which is, runs March 9th through April sixteenth at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater on Navy Pier. Are you going to have withdrawal? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm still working at the Tribune, so I don't know how to answer that. I remember when I got um, the Daily News folded, but I was a kid. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, what the, are your plans? Well,
1: I'm I'm going to take the summer off with absolutely no responsibility. Oh man,
0: that will be something. I
1: hope I'm taking it off. I'm not quite sure <laughs> yeah, yet, but I'm right, hoping that that right, will happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm working on a new musical and 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 you know what? It's it's going to be good being a director and and sort of passing the torch, which is a bright torch yeah, to the no, next generation. Oh, no that kidding. really thrills it's thrilling. Yeah and and i think that's just what the theater needs and um it's it's only it's i have to say it's only joyous for me when i look ahead i don't feel any twinge i'm i will hopefully keep my wonderful friends there and um
0: well, and sh- and celebrate sure life will. because that's yeah. that's it's all about that well you'll be able to go, i guess you'll be able to go see a play <laughs> <laughs> without thinking without being burdened or shadowed by the Wow, that's an interesting seat. Or I wonder why they only charge four dollars for a drink. And, you know, without that, without the heavy analytical side.
1: Well, you're you're right about that. It is going to be a big change, a big shift. But I really look forward to being able to sit on my deck. Uh, with my dog and read a book from cover to cover. Wow. Like I'll be reading your books yeah, from cover to cover with, without what? a six month, you know, wait in between <laughs> yeah, one probably, chapter I sent and you another the book three months ago. <laughs> uh, Rick, I haven't had time. I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know
0: what to think about this. The, you were, you will still without any doubt, be part of the uh, artistic community here. And another thing that will happen, I think, uh, which occasionally happens is there there are new opportunities that will that will float your way maybe Jennifer Bosnos will say hey you are a good dog owner come train dogs with me
1: oh my god my dream job <laughs> would be training dogs well i don't uh, know be listening.
0: she may be listening uh, you know that's going to happen right
1: well I, you know what i don't i really i'm not very good at, at thinking ahead yeah, yeah. you know to a, a whole new world. Mm. I'm just going to sort of let life happen and let it unfold. I'm kind of good with that. I love surprises, and I like—I just like not knowing things.
0: In, in addition to you and Bruce Young mm. hugging uh, <laughs> more than occasionally during rehearsals for mm-hmm. the show, do you feel anything different about the nature of this rehearsal as opposed to the dozens you have done before yes i
1: think that's a wonderful comment actually yes i definitely feel and i think some of the actors do that that this is really a sacred moment in all of our lives we've many of them i've worked m- many times with before and and i think that it you know what it does reteach you and it's an important lesson it's living in the moment and celebrating the moment of your life Mm. and i love that um i love the process of being in the moment and thinking in the moment and and not worrying about anything just experiencing these phenomenal actors and the joy of collaboration the joy of taking their ideas and weaving them into the show and all of that.
0: Well, that is being an artistic director and a, and a director of a show. There is a, a team aspect to that uh, that might be hard to shake.
1: What do you Sorry. mean? What do you mean, team well, aspect? What do you well, mean? Just
0: that, that the collaborative nature of it, sitting on your porch, even with one of my fine books to read and your dog. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not like missing people. You will still have a group of oh, yeah. dear and close friends, but that nature of the collaboration is.
1: You think I might miss, miss that a lot, eh? I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't either. Know. It's the way that? I. Yeah. You know, it's
0: the way during. I miss being in the office. Uh, yes. During some of this. Uh, oh, I did too. This, you this, miss the people. This time, right?
1: but I think that you know it's just another reason to have dinner out or lunch out. I mean, you can you just have to you have to work a little harder for that, right? You ju- you do. You have to be proactive, and then God willing, they'll want to
0: see you. <laughs> yeah. And do you expect to not only because you couldn't before? I mean, do you expect to see much more theater than you were ever. Ever able to see while running a theater.
1: Well, that's true. True awards are never spoken. It will be wonderful to go to theater and support theaters, and uh, Shakespeare, Chicago Shakespeare being one of them. And to really, I I guess the thrill of it will be for me, is working towards. I mean, really helping. Like I really would love to, uh, like work a little bit more with some of the theater foundations. Um, and and be of assistance in that way. For instance, one of my favorite foundations, which I will give a plug to right now, is the Great Season of Concern, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's such a remarkable organization because it gives cash money to people who are ill in the business, yeah. and that's so it, it helps so many people. And um, I'd love to you know to expand in that way.
0: I'm sure you've heard from uh, people such as uh, Bob Falls and others. No? Bob? Well, maybe Bob's too busy in his retirement. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You, you are bound to be, though, uh, Barbara Gaines, uh, celebrated in a number of ways. Are you prepared for that?
1: Well, that's the uncomfortable part. Because yeah, I know. It, is, it does make me uncomfortable because, because um, I would rather celebrate other people. I would really rather celebrate, um, you know, the the hundreds and hundreds of actors who I was lucky enough to meet. The designers, um, our patrons of the art, my gosh. You know, there's so many people to say thank you to and to say... Uh, they were blessings in my life and blessings in the theater's lives.
0: There's a great quote from you in this uh, remarkably well-written press release. Uh, You say this project, meaning the Comedy of Errors, which runs from March 9th through April 16th, this project is a love letter to theater making, Mm -hmm. an ineffable process of an ensemble coming together to create something wholly new and magical. That's true in our framing of Shakespeare's comedy on a film set. But it's also reflected in our incredible company, a group of esteemed artists that I so admire and who embody the collaboration that has infused my time in the theater with joy and with love. Uh, Very well spoken. What's your dog's name? Cricket. Cricket is 12.
1: Cricket is 12 years old and brilliantly trained, by the way, by Jennifer Bosnos. (laughs) Thank you, Jennifer. If
0: she hasn't heard this, I'll I'll, I'll get her her a great copy of the show. Uh, Barbara Gaines, you have every right to be very proud, not only of uh, the way you have led your life uh, and what you've created, but also uh, just being the person you've been. Thank you Rick you're a great person I don't know if I'm on next week Krista do you have any idea she's checking the schedule during the ba- basketball season as you people know this show is totally up for grabs uh she will tell me momentarily but what do you care just tune in anyway tune in any okay all of you yeah mark this on your calendar according to Crystal Flores I'll be on from five forty-five ish to oh we've done that before haven't we Krista? we've done post basketball games before yeah to six fifteen. so I'm sure I'll have an incredible lineup of guests uh, I'll just replay some of this uh, some of uh, the Barbara games this thing uh, how often do you rehearse
1: we were six days a week uh, for about six to seven weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's counting previews, of
0: course. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, you deserve a break. <laughs> yes, you deserve a break. Thank you. I'm going to sign off a little early, Krista, if that's okay. See you all next week, ladies and gentlemen.